Surprise <laughs> visit from this wolf man. Okay, hello. Oh my gosh, Samurai, what did you think of the movie? Yeah, what did you think? Can you relate to the wolf man? I can just imagine people only listening who just hear, ah, ah, no, Samurai. Look <laughs> <laughs> at my face right now. He's a good wolf boy. <laughs> this Zacula and Wolf Boy get along. They live in harmony. Finally, there is peace between the Draculas and the Wolfmans. <laughs> <laughs> They're alive. Back to thrill and chill with you. Starring Count Zacula and the Matman. Watch them face off against classic monster legends of old. Welcome to Season 4 of Matt Makes Zack Watch Horror Movies. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Matt Man Makes Zackula Watch Horror Movies. Ah, wah, wah, woo, I'm Matt Man. And <laughs> And I'm Zacula. <laughs> you know what that means, guys? Universal monsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no more Gary Oldman creepy sexy imitations. Only Batman from here on out. Never bring Gary Oldman back ever. <laughs> we are officially in our Batman and Zacula arc, and we're staying. This <laughs> we wore the shirts for it and everything. So, oh, so sorry, sorry, Zach. What did we watch today? The Wolf Man, as you can probably tell. Yeah, from the title and all, uh, you might have figured out. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Zach, what did you think of the Wolfman? I really like these uh, old Universal movies. They're just nice, simple. They don't make me mad. They're fun. Yeah. And I can just enjoy an hour of something entertaining instead of just getting mad about stupid bullshit. <laughs> I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, Wolfman is my favorite. I don't know if it's my favorite movie, but he's definitely my favorite monster. So this yeah. movie's got a real soft spot in my heart. So I'm really glad you didn't say like, this movie sucked. Because <laughs> then, you know, you'd have to catch these hands. So <laughs> Larry, the biggest simp, fuck this movie. Bela Lugosi wasn't even tracking. I mean, you're... <laughs> I mean, you've got a point with all of those criticisms. So <laughs> let's let's head into the Cape Fear with the spoilers ahead. <laughs> Can you uh, summarize the Wolfman for everybody? Uh, hold on, let me. I'll be right back. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's, it's it's me, Zacula. What do you mean? Zach had to go get me. I'm I'm Zacula now. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, where did Zach go? I'm very confused. Uh, he's doing something. Don't worry about it. Okay. Can you help us out, Zacula? Of course I can. 
I, I know all the tales <laughs> of all the monsters because we're all best friends. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Just count me in, whatever. <laughs> all right, three, two, one, go. Larry is back at home and everybody is stoked. Larry looks like the love child of John Hamm and John Krasinski, by the way. So you know Larry got a huge telescope, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but you know, through his they big old... me, horny. Shut up. Shut your dirty mouth. Get out of here. You are not welcome on this podcast. <laughs> Any hoosies. <laughs> Through his big old telescope, he sees a pretty lady through a window. So he goes to her store to gaslight gatekeep and girl boss her into thinking he's a psychic or whatever. <laughs> and then he buys a wolf cane from her because foreshadowing! Ah! Uh, but the lady takes Larry to the woods uh, with another lady and. Dracula himself, fashion icon Bella Lugosi, is ready to give them the big suck. So he's there, um, but but then one of the ladies gets attacked by a wolf. So Larry takes his pimp cane and smacks the shit out of that wolf. But the wolf kills the lady and fucks he beats up Larry. The shit out of that wolf. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, it is out of sync again. So there's a big delay between oh, me no. saying words and you hearing them, Matt. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyways, um, plot twist, there was no wolf, question mark. It was Bella Lugosi, R.I.P. Big Dog. Um, <gasps> so everyone thinks Larry killed Big Dog, but everyone knows you can't kill Big Dog Dracula, so he's going to come back. Don't worry about it. But anyways, Mama Lugosi gives Larry a pendant. To help him not turn into a werewolf, but Larry is stigmatized, so he gives it to the lady and proceeds to turn into a wolf boy killing a man, and Larry does not feel great about that at all. Um, so anyways, everybody definitely thinks Larry is a sucky... <laughs> everybody <laughs> definitely thinks Larry is a sussy baka imposter. <laughs> He's a what? He's a sussy baka impasta. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> Zacula is, you dummy. <laughs> Any hoosies. Larry keeps going out for wolf boy walks, but he sees the your next sign on pretty lady's hand. So he wants to skip town, but his daddy says no. And then beats the shit out of him with the wolf cane and kills him. But everybody is like, oh wow, he, sa he saved Pretty Lady from Wolf and now he's dead. But really, we all know what happened. He simped too hard at <gasps> the end. Simping will get you killed. <laughs> and that's on God. That's why, that's why Dracula <laughs> can't kill Dracula because he got hella bitches. He doesn't simp <laughs> no one. Frankenstein, big old simp, dead the whole time. I mean, plot twist. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, so the Wolfman, everybody. 
Or simping, a cautionary tale. <laughs> the simp man. <laughs> That's a very different movie. <laughs> it involves Reddit and sadness. <laughs> oh, God. It involves a Twitch chat and a tier three sub button. Yes. <laughs> Once you get bit by that tier three <laughs> sub button, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> then go out at night as the simp man so you just stay in and simp so hard <laughs> but the wolf man was a movie we watched <laughs> yes the OG yes ah, this movie's so good man I I love the cast. I love the atmosphere. I just love this movie. Like, it feels like yeah. a nice, like, nice warm blanket on a, like a cold day. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is like the type of movie. Like, first of all, I was shocked that like they had acting in 1930s because <laughs> they all talked like people and not like, "Hey, Johnny boy, you want to go fuck up some wolves?" Or <laughs> like, oh, they talked like people <laughs> a little bit, but they mostly yeah. talked like people. <laughs> Which I found yeah, weird. I mean, that's what's nice about this movie is it's not like a period piece the way that like Frankenstein and Dracula will be. This yeah. movie is like set at what was current times. So like they can just talk like people. Like, yeah. Even yeah, if it's a little in, over the top. But yeah, because in Dracula, they're all like children of the night. Blah, blah, blah. But this Larry is Larry. It was just Larry. His name is Larry. <laughs> Hello, I'm legendary Universal Monster Larry. <laughs> here to warn you against the dangers of Wolfsbane. <laughs> here, to, here, to, here to talk to you about the dangers of simping for a lady you've peeked at through a telescope. Don't do it. <laughs> Hello, I'm here to teach you the dangers of the telescope, children. Don't love science. It will turn you into a wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> don't love women don't love science <laughs> i think you and i learned some wild lessons from this movie, <laughs> all of them being the wrong ones <laughs> yes someone somewhere though upsettingly is like yeah that's what that movie's about <laughs> if you would have never talked Fucking to that telescopes. lady you would have never become a wolf man so therefore women shouldn't be talked to I mean, it's sound logic. I, <laughs> I can hear everyone just turning off the podcast and going, what the fuck? <laughs> I do not like this Universal Monsters arc for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it they just be obsessed with simping? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to go back to 1940s values for the 1940s movies. <laughs> uh, speaking of um i will be referring to a number of the characters of this movie as romani because notice notice there's how a word in, that is divisive and so not gonna use it but notice how in zacula's um recap he only said bella lugosi and mama gosi yes because <laughs> that's how he how refers to those movies characters. Yes. Just just call them their names. <laughs> but yeah, the there is some dated stuff in this movie that 
warn you guys up top, you know, just in case you're not ready. Uh, get get ready. <laughs> but even that, you know what? For a movie from the 1940s, they're all portrayed pretty positively. People are nice mm-hmm. to them. <laughs> like they were the she's kind ones. of the hero of the movie. Yeah. Anytime someone is like rude to her, it is portrayed as a bad thing to be doing. Like, no, don't be rude to her. She's a nice lady. Like also don't be rude to her because she's actually knows what's going on. Well, yeah. I... <laughs> Although you got to wonder that whole time, like, did she do any of this shit for Bella Lugosi or was she like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am Talk not reading particular. him a simple poem that transforms him. <laughs> so what do you think about all of the, uh, the werewolf lore in this movie, Zach? Pretty, pretty standard for what you knew about werewolves. Um, I mean, all I knew is, get bit get hit with the werewolf (laughs) shit bars bars right there (laughs) wow you're a regular malibu's most wanted (laughs) (laughs) Um, what i appreciate about these is like we don't need a fucking backstory prequel uh million page werewolves exist here's how yeah well, not even like just that, but like just even like Larry, like he just shows up and is like, Larry's home. And then we know everything we need to know about Larry. <laughs> well, he's he's there because his twin brother died. So I didn't even know that, nor did they I care. To. Yeah, they have been in that subplot pretty quickly. <laughs> I, did, I mean, that's the thing. I didn't need to know that to enjoy the movie or understand Larry nope. as a character, which is great. Yep. I can just watch the hour long movie and not need anything else. <laughs> Yeah, I I do appreciate that about this, and with all the lore stuff, this movie invented all of the lore. This book is not. This oh. movie is not based on anything. Pretty much everything we know about werewolves comes from this movie. It's the oh, first yeah. movie to say they have to be killed by silver. It's the first movie to say that they transfer it by bite, and it's the first movie to say that they do it when the moon is full and bright. Mm. <laughs> And in oh. fact, later they actually have to retcon that because in this movie, it's when the autumn moon is bright. So he only transforms during autumn, hmm. but every night. And in later movies, they just changed it to the moon is full and bright hmm. so that he could just transform whenever. So, <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they realized huh, we can't set these October every year. <laughs> I mean, Wolfman in the snow, I imagine, would look really very cool. I mean, most most cool monsters in the snow would look awesome. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my Jason in the Snow movie. <laughs> <laughs> we need more Christmas movies because we got like Black Christmas. It's true. And like that's it. <laughs> and and Krampus. We need more like slashers in the snow and monsters in the snow. Zach, I got some movies to turn you on to this year. Uh, (laughs) Have you ever heard of Santa's Slay starring uh, WWE's Goldberg as Santa? (laughs) Good to know. Well, we'll be watching Black Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) We're going to watch a good one. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Good movies. But. Santa Slay is fun, not good. Well, I mean, we're pretty much going to burn through all the Christmas movies in one month. So next year, we'll have a huge gap to fill. Yes. 
Yes. Start suggesting Christmas movies now, guys. I mean, make your Christmas start, list. We'll check them twice. Start, and, you know, start writing those screenplays. You know, make it happen. You got a whole year. Oh yeah, <laughs> Krampus too. Make it happen. <laughs> Just because we need content. Jason for versus Krampus. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> the 13 nights of fridays pp what <laughs> isn't, isn't that isn't it thir- how many nights is the christmas should bullshit oh the 12 days of christmas uh, i don't know why i thought it was 13 <laughs> i was making i was trying to make a connection there isn't there 13 nights of Halloween is what they used to show on like ABC family. <laughs> so you could catch Probably. Hocus Pocus every year, you know? Anyways, we're right, in October. Well, it's Halloween time. Forget Christmas. Yeah, it's, yeah fuck <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> until until uh, November 3rd. That's when Christmas starts. Agreed. And you know what? We watched The Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else is there to say? Um, I really love the atmosphere of this movie. Uh, it kind of had like I love that the whole forest is clearly like built on a set, mm-hmm. but like they've committed so hard to it being a set, it's like so stylized. Like it's cliche, but it's it's almost like the set is a character of its own in this movie. You know, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you don't know what podcast you're on right now. <laughs> We don't say shit like that. <laughs> oh, just wait. We're going to get into the backstory on this movie, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I really love all of the stuff with like the universal monsters outside of e- even Dracula to some degree are such like tragic figures that they're like easy to kind of root for, even though they're the antagonists. Yeah. And I think especially like the Wolfman and Frankenstein the most to me are just sort of like sad dudes who didn't choose this like like they just need a hug especially frank you know oh i mean wolfman would have ate you if you tried to give him a hug though no he takes naps when you hurt his feet (laughs) 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 one of the slightly inexplicable parts of this movie I know that was pretty fantastic, which they zoom in and he's great A acting. That's what I'm here for. That's how you know he's sleepy. Come yeah. on, Zach. Obviously. There's the, there's a huge difference yeah. between sleepy and dead, and you need to know. Yeah. All right. Speaking of acting like you're sleepy let's talk about the main man himself lon cheney jr who plays the wolf of course what did you think of uh him in this movie yes larry himself <laughs> uh he was the love child of john krasinski and john ham and that's what the thought kept going through my brain whenever he was on screen <laughs> <laughs> as as a wolfman fan i always defend him in this movie i think this is like the only movie he's good in <laughs> is when he plays the wolfman so these these universal because, monster movies are the oldest movies I've ever seen. So I beats yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way, Zach. They decide that Lon Chaney Jr., whose father was also a famous actor, Lon Chaney, who played like the Hunchback of Notre Dame 
and um, the Phantom of the Opera and the old silent movies and was known for being a makeup guy. Um, mm-hmm. They make a biopic of him and Lon Chaney Jr. plays him. And uh, the studio is like, oh, you should be in the Wolfman. And we're kind of going to push you as the new monster guy because frankly, because of racism, because Boris Karloff wasn't white and Bela Lugosi wasn't American enough. So, yeah. so after this, Lon Chaney Jr. becomes both Frankenstein and Dracula. <laughs> Two horrible casting decisions, just be, if you can guess, just based on this movie. Yeah, Hello, I, I am Dracula. My name, <laughs> my name is Larry Dracula, and I'm here to suck your blood. <laughs> it's me, Larry Frankenstein Dracula Wolfman. What's up? I'm here to see. <laughs> yeah, I I want to like Lon Chaney Jr., but by all accounts, he was like such a dick too. Like he was mean to Bella Lugosi. Don't be ah, mean to Bella Lugosi. He's we Dracula. do not stand that. <laughs> we stand Bella Lugosi. If you're mean to Bella Lugosi, get out of here. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the fant. Uh, one of my big sources for this whole series, just because it winds up touching on so much, is going to be uh, Boris and Bella. That's a podcast mini series by the podcast. You must remember this. It's absolutely fantastic. It kind of uh, examines the whole Universal Monsters craze specifically through looking at the careers of Bella and Boris Karloff, mm-hmm. and like how they paralleled and like where they diverge and stuff. But um. You know, Bella stayed in all the Universal Monster movies. That's why, like, he's in this because he couldn't get other parts. He was Dracula to everybody, and um, apparently they just fought constantly on set because Bella plays uh, Frankenstein and Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, and he's like, "You're not even the real actor," and he's like, "Yeah, well, one of us is still Dracula, old man." Like, like just that was their relationship the whole time, (laughs) and Lon Chaney Jr. was. Both of them were just trashed all the time. I will say this on how I am better than Larry. There is room for Zacula and Dracula in this town. So beat it. Slow clap, sir. Thank you for your bravery. (laughs) You know, it's hard sharing the spotlight, but someone's got to do it. No, but I, I do like him in this movie. Um, she's She comes down really hard on him on that podcast in a way that I'm like, okay, he was still a person. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, she's not wrong. It sounds like he was a real dick. <laughs> but uh, he also had to undergo the second most uh, painful makeup and in some ways more painful because, uh, you know, uh, the makeup designed by Jack Pierce, who also did uh, the famous Frankenstein and the bride makeups. Uh, back in the day, you couldn't just apply like latex prosthetics. You had to build them up piece by piece. Uh, so like every day, like the Frankenstein makeup, they had to build a new flat top for his head and everything from scratch okay. every day. Same thing with the Wolfman, who is a prosthetic piece for his nose that they had and his brow that they had to build up over like a, like with tissue paper and latex and take like a couple hours with that. And then all of the fur is uh curled yak's hair that then they would singe the ends on to hold it in place like just burn some yak hair on his face so that it stayed curled like that (laughs) yeah so maybe that's why he was unpleasant all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would be too (laughs) yeah but the makeup looks great (laughs) yeah i was it i was for something 
my interpretation of the Wolfman or like what I knew about the Wolfman was there's all these really cool transitions from like them into the Wolfman. So I was expecting something more from this than him just like just slow fading into it. That's more once you get to like the eighties and like technology has just caught up to where we can make like animatronics and stuff because you need like to essentially build whole fake bodies turning into wolves, you know? Yeah. So we we could cover some of those. Like American Werewolf in London looks pretty fantastic. Well, on our next episode this Friday will be Werewolf by Night. So hopefully there's a really cool transition in that. Yes. I hope it's not just mediocre CGI. <laughs> I'm I like mean, fingers from, crossed, you know. It, we're we're recording this like the last week of September, so it's not out yet and we're going to post it the day it comes out, but from what I've heard so far, it's like the best thing Marvel's done since like in this phase so really? far, people are saying. Because it, okay. it seems okay. it seems I'm excited. I just I got my COVID shot on Friday, so I was like in and out of sleep. So I just rewatched all of Moon Knight and Moon Knight <laughs> is just so good. And it was just reminding me like, yeah. oh, yeah, these self-contained things that pe- that the people making it actually care about are good and don't look bad. So hopefully Werewolf by Night is that. Yeah. That's, you know, fingers crossed, you know, like, and visually, I feel like even if I haven't loved the last couple of Marvel movies, I feel like visually they're really stepping their game up. Like, say, say what you want about it as a movie, but Doctor Strange looks great. You know, mm-hmm. like that movie has a real visual style that a lot of Marvel stuff had been lacking. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing in some ways about Eternals, even though I think that movie is largely unwatchable. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, hopefully they continue that trend and it looks great. So, and you said it's being directed by, uh, Michael Giacchino, right? Or how do you pronounce his last name? The man behind comes werewolf by night. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and if that wasn't clear, he did the Batman theme and the up theme and a bunch of very iconic themes for me. He did the up theme? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> this dude is great. Nice. Talk about range, yeah. baby. No, I, yeah, I know him mostly for his big bombastic superhero stuff, but that up score mm-hmm. is a delight. <laughs> All right, Zach, are you ready to take the uh, turn point into slightly more serious territory? <laughs> Oh god. For behind the scenes. <laughs> um oh well you know what? Before we do behind the scenes, one more fun fact. Larry's dad in this movie is played by Claude Rains, who I think we m- might see or not see, so to say, later in the series as the invisible man. Oh. They just kind we- of used the same actor like the same six actors in every movie in this period. <laughs> <laughs> That's my multiverse of madness. Let's take a slightly more serious turn in here, Zach. How do you feel about metaphors in film? Depends. Is what you're about to say going to make me mad? It's not going to make you mad, but it is going to take a turn into like, oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that a lot of people get branded with stars in this movie and then tragic things happen to them. Uh, the writer of this movie, Kurt Cinemac, 
I'm probably butchering his last name, was a German Jew who escaped Germany just before the outbreak of World War II. Oh, no. So a lot of this stuff, and it, it, it and knowing that even makes things more tragic, like the fact that Larry winds up marked with a star himself means that like he's not a monster, he's doomed too. You know, That's so sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a screenplay though, and like it's such a fantastic example of to like how to turn these things and like examine things in your own life and the world around you at the time while still making just like a really good monster movie okay i got so confused for a second i was like but wait wasn't this the 30s it was 1941 wolfman came out so 41 yeah sorry yeah. sorry that was my bad earlier <laughs> okay that makes more sense because i was like wait that yeah. didn't happen yet <laughs> <laughs> no it's like just starting he's part of like the wave of like jewish screenwriters and like comic book writers who are like what the fuck why aren't we doing anything you know and like they put it into their work and i think that's incredible and really brave at a time when like america was also pretty uh horrible to jewish people so yeah but you know it's just one more like layer in this movie that like makes things about it like like oh you know it kind of like locks a bunch of stuff into place for me uh and like it's really it's it's a movie where it's really strengthened by that metaphor and it doesn't feel like it's beating you over the head with it which is nice i mean there's room for yeah. that too. be as heavy-handed as you want to be as long as your movie's good you know yeah because all of your metaphors and shit for bram stoker's <laughs> dracula just made me mad but this is a sad oh, yeah and tragic yeah. metaphor but it elevate like it makes the movie better yes by, like yeah. watching it now to like having that real world context i didn't even know about until about like two years ago uh but if you want to see it gone into some detail with a little more research than i personally have done behind it dead meat actually just did a really great kill count on the wolf man and he talks about it a lot uh and it's really interesting and he obviously, you know, he has researchers and people who help him. So he got a little more info on it than I do. <laughs> we are just two dudes. <laughs> yes. There is no, no team behind us. And you can probably tell. But yeah, I, I love this movie. Um, Wolfman means a lot to me. I'm going to take my sad personal moment here. Uh, Wolfman yes. means a lot to me. You can read my short comic about it on my Instagram. <laughs> uh as a person who's like queer neurodivergent all these things that like you can't control and sometimes it feels like society's closing in on you and you feel like you're being made to be the monster uh i think that's really influenced my attachment to wolfman you know yeah was it this wolfman in particular or one of the other wolfman movies that you felt that for the first time uh this was the one for me um okay uh my my wolfman origin story because he is like (laughs) one of my favorite things in horror like it's like wolfman and jason you know (laughs) like yeah uh um when i was a kid so this is gonna be real specific to people my age uh the music video for backstreet's back (laughs) where they all dress like the universal monsters (laughs) first introduced me to the concept and i was like well 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 who's that hairy fellow (laughs) (laughs) so then because it was uh, it was like always on tv and like cable because these movies are like like used to be treated as like borderline public domain you know 
one day my dad was just like, yeah, no, it's going to be on TV. We're going to watch it. You love the Wolfman now, apparently. So <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I would like to be the Wolfman. And I was the Wolfman for like six Halloweens in a row as a kid. <laughs> I was also the Wolfman like two years ago. So <laughs> everything comes back around, you know? Yeah. Now it's a lot easier because I just have to shave off my mustache. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, costume done. <laughs> yeah, I, I just love the Wolfman. So is there any Wolfman movies or stories or anything that that kind of make that sort of parallel? With the Wolfman in general, uh like when I think of like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, which is uh, Frank Wolfman never gets his own sequel. There is no Wolfman two or Bride of Wolfman. He just pops up in all the crossovers, hmm. which is a bummer because Wolfman's great. But uh, <laughs> um, I would say, especially in like uh, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, which I watched for the first time after we went through that maze, they really play up like Wolfman would like to die. <laughs> like yeah. Wolfman doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to hurt people. He's very sad. <laughs> And then sometimes that leads to him freaking out and lashing out, you know, like it's yeah. treated much more like that. Like there's hints of that in this movie where he's like, I don't want to be a monster. But like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, like goes all the way with it. And he's like, ah, I'll jump off this bridge. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, it. People talk a lot about uh, the metaphors behind Frankenstein and especially Bride of Frankenstein. And I think we need to talk more about Wolfman because I think that's all there, too. So, yeah, because I mean, like I my understanding of Wolfman was like just the Wolfman until like you talked about like your parallels and stuff and why you relate to him and everything, because I feel like it just kind of gets used as a. uh monster instead of talked about like you said like dracula or frankenstein or anything like that yeah i think just because there's only the one wolf like official wolfman movie so and like i mean even modern werewolf movies like the lore hasn't like changed or evolved this movie just kind of nailed it so like nobody yeah. like people just talk about the appearance of wolfman though because his place in pop culture is oh he just pops up in the other movies as the wolfman you know so like in in house of dracula he's like a werewolf the whole movie so yeah because also like because i'm trying to think of examples of wolfman and it's usually like like in modern day it's usually like werewolves versus vampires and it's like like twilight's a bad example but it's like it's yeah. it's it's turned into something else rather than like like how you talked about like that uncontrollable like doesn't want to be a wolf sort of thing yeah because even in that like that um Hugh Jackman like Van Helsing movie, like he's the werewolf instead of the werewolf being a character. Yeah. Like they kind of in that give I used to love Van Helsing, so I know a lot about <laughs> Van Helsing is very much my shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah as a 14 year old Hugh Jackman punched wolves in the face it was great yeah. um, <laughs> like they kind of like do a little bit of it with like her brother being sad about being a wolf man and they're like enough of that back to the fun movie so yeah. <laughs> that that's much more how I feel like he's seen in pop culture as just like oh you know he shows up he's like I don't want to be a wolf man then he turns into the wolf man for the rest of the movie 
Yeah. And that's like it, you know? Yeah. But I think werewolves can make uh, great metaphors, you know? Um, one of the ones that comes to mind that we should totally cover eventually is like ginger snaps, where uh, lycanthropy is used as like a metaphor for puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Turning red who? Literally. It's about two sisters, and one of them is becoming a werewolf when she's turning like 14. So, <laughs> surprise visit from this wolf man. Okay, hello. Oh my gosh, Samurai, what did you think of the movie? Yeah, what did you think? Can you relate to the wolf man? <laughs> oh, okay. For those of you not watching the video, there is a dog here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you watch the videos in December, he was tiny, and now he's a big boy. Yes. I can just imagine people only listening who just hear, ah, ah, no, samurai. (laughs) (laughs) Look at my face right now. He's a good wolf boy. (laughs) This Zacula and wolf boy get along. They live in harmony. Finally, there is peace between the Draculas and the Wolfmans. (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about? I was going to ask, do you have any closing thoughts about the Wolfman? I think that there is a huge gap in the Wolfman market, and I think you should make a comic or a screenplay or whatever about (laughs) everything you just talked about being a parallel for the Wolfman, because I think that would be great. Well, so, you know, they kind of just gave Blumhouse like carte blanche recently of like, you can remake any of the universal monsters you want. Cause we're not going to do the dark universe anymore. And that's how we wound up with the absolutely excellent invisible man remake. Hmm. And supposedly they want to do the wolf man starring an actor who I'm like, well, that's just good casting. And not even just because I like him, Ryan Gosling as the wolf man. Hell yeah. As like a, Ryan Gosling is a detached sad boy who gets angry and simps. That is what yes. Ryan Gosling is best at. Yes. <laughs> I'm Gosling every day. I'm yeah. ready for that. <laughs> but I haven't heard anything about it since like that was like right. I think right around the time the pandemic hit. No, they no. were like talking about that. So I don't know. Yeah. Now he's busy doing Barbie, which I mean. I'm pretty excited for I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I think you should still tell your story with the Wolfman. All right. I'll get on that. Yeah. <laughs> and you can make make it make it a little zine or a little comic that you can sell at cons. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I might just yeah. do that. I think, I think you've got a point there, sir. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Let me know if you're interested. Comment down below. (laughs) (laughs) Boost us in the algorithm. Comment anything you want. (laughs) You say some wild, crazy shit. We don't care. A comment is a comment. (laughs) (laughs) Samurai just said the craziest thing you could ever say on air. How dare you say Whoa, Samurai, you can't say that. All right, but anyways, Matt, what's your closing thoughts? Uh, Wolfman, good movie, two thumbs up. <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. the kind of movie, like you said, like it's like an hour and ten minutes or something. So, like, even if you're like, I don't know if I like this, the Wolfman will show up thirty minutes in, and then the movie will end. <laughs> so, don't worry about it. It's a good time. Yeah. So, Zach, uh, what are we covering next? 
well, as we stated earlier, uh, I I strong armed Matt into covering Werewolf by Night because it's Marvel's <laughs> new thing, and it's the Werewolf by Night yes. comic book. It was the first appearance of Moon Knight, my favorite ever. So I just really hope Oscar Isaac shows up, or else I'm gonna cry. So you might see me cry on Friday. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, World Fight Night looks like a really cool like ode to these Universal movies. So I, I figured it fits in with yeah. our theme and everything, and we can do Wolfman first, yeah, and, and then we're both do that. Yeah, we're both big Marvel nerds, you know. So it's gonna be a good time. All right, Zach, where can everybody find you? You can find me in Zachula's crypt. <laughs> <gasps> Are Zachula and Zach dating? Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're two different people, obviously. obviously. <laughs> oh, also, I know where you can find me. You can find me. Where's the camera? You can find me on the Mad Makes Zach YouTube channel for our cool new videos yes. like Mad Makes Zach Go to Universal Horror Nights. So check those out on our YouTube. This is going to be very fun. Or at least we had a good time making them. So, you know. Yes. I I shot a syringe of alcohol into Matt's mouth. So, <laughs> watch it. I was going to bring that up, but I had to stop myself because I almost said, like, yeah, Zach shot straight in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, that's not what I mean. Take another second and no. think this through. <laughs> Wrong website, Matt. That's the website with the paywall. Speaking of, you can find me on everything from Instagram to OnlyFans as I draw paintings. There you go. And on that note. Hello, I'm the Universal Monster Larry. I'm terrifying. Nice to meet you. Bye. Bye. As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more, you may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahahah